0: such a time as this, The Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to The Whistleblower Report and this is The Freedom Report, exposing the threats to your freedom that are going on in the shadows, behind closed doors, and suppressed and censored by the mainstream media. This is Dr. Lee for America with Truth for Health Foundation Whistleblower Report, airing on America Out Loud Talk Radio, Monday through Friday, 12 noon and 12 midnight Eastern Time, and on www.whistleblowerreports.org for all of the archives. And today is continuing the explosive expose of J. Stanley Pottinger. This is the Pottinger Identity Part Two with UK investigative journalist Johnny Vedmore. And last week, we talked about Part One explaining just who J. Stanley Pottinger is, probably the name you've really never heard. He is one of the most prominent lawyers currently representing victims of the infamous billionaire intelligence asset and pedophile sex trafficker, Jeffrey Epstein. But the question is, why is the lawyer whose hidden hands are behind the scenes in setting up so much of this Now, the lawyer representing the victims of Jeffrey Epstein and that is what Johnny Vedmore as an investigative journalist has been diligently researching. But what most Americans don't know is that Pottinger was a former member of the Nixon and Ford administrations in this country and played a central role in some of the most infamous official cover-ups to take place over the last 50 years. Actually, really, since 1973. And that includes Watergate, the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Iran-Contra, Kent State, the October surprise, and now Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking empire. And we still don't have a full answer to why the man involved in creating Epstein's empire is now the lawyer representing the victims, and that is what Johnny Vedmore is going to tell us more about in this continuing trilogy, part two. Johnny, welcome to the show today, and thank you for I mean, it's just incredible the work that you've done. And all of these articles are archived at your website, newspaste.com. They are on truthforhealth.org. And they are linked to the show descriptions on americaoutloud.com. So, and we are helping you get this out on Twitter as well. Thank you so much for the work you're doing. It is truly a A labor of love a heroic endeavor to expose this evil so let's start with a a short recap from part one and that article is on our website and your website and now you have released part two of the pottinger identity so tell us what's more to come
1: wow thank you for having me and thank you for a lovely introduction and thank you for being so kind about my work which I try very hard to make sure is uh as sealed up you could say and um uh, irrefutable as possible I want to make sure that I only include sources evidence that can be trusted and I want to tell a story that's true so this is a true story of Jay Stanley Pottinger and just before i i i I give a quick recap uh on where we are and where we're going let let me just say within this article which i've called the pottinger supremacy uh as a second part is really 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 going to take you to a very special place it's going to take you a place where the lead lawyer one of the lead lawyers for the victims of jeffrey epstein 40 years before is running guns with Jeffrey Epstein in Iran-Contra. And that is something what? that... What? Would you, you say would...
0: that again? That is stunning.
1: That J. Stanley Pottinger, one of the lead legal team for the Epstein victims, ran guns in Iran-Contra alongside Cyrus Hashemi, Adnan Khashoggi, and Jeffrey Epstein himself. Unbelievable. It's a wild ride. And how did we get here? Well, we studied the life of J. Stanley Pottinger. We studied his very influential father, an insurance man called John Pottinger, uh, his death in 1958, quite early when he was about 48 years old, I think. J. Stanley Pottinger's rise uh, through Harvard. His brother, David Forbes, potting trafficking of a young girl across state lines for sex. And then his uh, claiming of having amnesia when he eventually turned up in a ditch with a bump on his head. it turned out to be a lie. And he went and ran off to Hawaii. And then Jay Stanley, Pottinger's rise into government, into the Nixon administration, put into the Department of Health, Education and Welfare, um, which was, uh, he was in the a director of office for desegregation to start i believe and then by 1973 he had risen into the justice department proper and he had been the assistant attorney general for civil rights division of the department of justice from 1973 eventually standing down in 1977 and he was responsible as you say for uh, a large part signing off the investigation into Whether there was a conspiracy behind the assassination of Martin Luther King, Uh, no conspiracy found. And the Kent State Massacre, was there a conspiracy, was there firing, was there a conspiracy to hide an order to fire on the protesters? No conspiracy found. Jay Stanley Pottinger signed it off. He even stayed on under the Carter administration in 1977 to seal off the Watergate investigation to end it, sign it off. Uh, I find two main people responsible. So he
0: he was the lawyer that Mm. signed off on the cover-up of the conspiracies, according to what you've just summarized.
1: Did we get that right? Yes, he is. He was the official man, the top guy who said no conspiracy found and stamped the paper down hard leaving no doubt in people's mind that that was what the government's conclusion was he was the main man stan the man later he'd be described as a winston wolf character you know uh, by people who knew him Uh, but we'll get to that in the third episode for now we're going to start off around 1977 um, when he leaves office, Remember it's a year after uh, the assassination of Orlando Letelier, and during that, um, he had helped his friend George H. W. Bush, uh, to who was director of the CIA at that time, uh, to uh, get legal authorization for the surveillance of us citizens domestically under the auspices that operation condor needs to be looked at and it was like you know it, it's, it's it's not very often that domestic surveillance is allowed in us history so that's quite a big uh, thing to be the person who signs that in and and the fact he had such a connection to uh, george hw bush and that connection will continue and will continue in this part very much so i mean it's a fantastic uh, story i'm gonna tell you and it's all back backed up with the evidence. Um, but in, in 1977, when he was finished off, finishing up the Watergate, uh, signing off the Watergate uh, report, he was classified as a special assistant and when he left, he uh, started, um, he, start, well, he, he, he stepped into a reformed legal practice. So there was a law firm that was called Trey, uh, Troy, Maylin and Loveland. Uh, and Loveland had left. He had become um, vice president and general counsel for the Ramada Inns hotel chain. Um, and they reformed as Troy, Mailer, Pottinger. And Pottinger arrived and uh, he had a few cases, really important cases, as well but it's really interesting he was like really he was like a compliance officer of the highest order for the biggest companies during this period pottinger would uh represent uh mead uh a, quite a, a large company uh, against a uh, hostile takeover by armand hammer's occidental petroleum um and he would work um for uh, another company too um chemical bank uh big i mean chemical bank it was i think it was the sixth largest um bank in the nation at the time and these organizations had different needs for like the compliance style officer uh like top end compliance officer mead needed to stop occidental petroleum taking over them And so what they wanted to do was get Pottinger and his team in to find all of the illegal things that Armand Hammer's Occidental Petroleum had done, all of the naughty things to use against them uh, and see where they have not complied. Whereas with Chemical Bank banking technology was improving computer technology was improving record keeping was improving that left issues about dodgy transactions the banks had done before and accepted before and now this was once updated could potentially be easily more easily searched by uh, irs or whoever else wants to um check the, the 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 facts and they would find links with um Uh, money that would would cause uh big fines and this happened a fair few times um chemical bank was fined during the late 70s and 80s for uh not uh i think it was the bank secrecy act or something it was called um uh That was it, it. Was it was put into action in 1970, but it was never enforced. So by 1978, when it started to get enforced, this was the rise of this sort of thing: the compliance officer, the people who would go in. And he was a really—I mean, these these companies were big, and he was working at the top level, and he was seen as very important. But it's you know, and and Arm and Hammer. When you're going up against Arm Hammer and Occidental Petroleum. What you've got to understand is that Dr. Armand Hammer had loads of intelligence links himself. There's a story that is involved in telling in actual fact that's um, about someone walking in on Armand Hammer on his knees in his underwear with two KGB officers in Moscow and they're blackmailing him and there's a whole story behind it. So Armand Hammer was obviously mixed up with loads of different things. But when they got Pottinger on the case, he came in and uh, Within no time whatsoever, Occidental Petroleum had decided to withdraw. They had they they had seen, they had, you know, once it got to court, that Pottinger was a man. He was able to um make anybody afraid, even uh people who had uh managed to uh, navigate intelligence operatives, etc. Well, Pottinger was an intelligence operative by this point. He was becoming one more openly. I mean, the, the it, when pottinger becomes a member of the cia is quite hard to tell whether it was he was recruited in harvard uh around a time when the cia and cfr are prolific within harvard whether he was recruited just out of of school, whether he was recruited before he went to university, or whether he was recruited through his time in Justice Department, whether it was when he first met Gloria Steinem in 1974, who was, we'll talk about later in this, and was also um, uh, heavily linked with the CIA during this period, or whether it was afterwards while he was compliance officer, or whether it was when he was helping the CIA out out with Orlando Letelier, or whether it was in 1980 but in 1980 that's where we see jay stanley pottinger become a uh spy on a level with james bond no doubt whatsoever a high level operative working for the central intelligence agency um uh this this it should should uh shock people but it should also be known For J. Stanley Pottinger was outed in 1984 in multiple newspapers as being central to Iran-Contra, and later um, he was outed as being central to the October Surprise, which, of course, saw his friend George H.W. Bush gain access to the White House for the first time as vice president under Ronald Reagan. And is a really important to explain how Pottinger's involvement in this. It's really important to understand how how central he was. This isn't just a man. This is a man for all seasons. This is a, a spy of the highest order. Um, he was heavily linked with the Republican Party. Um, during uh, 1980 as well. He was actually running for Baltimore's 8th District of uh, Bethesda um, as a Republican candidate, but he couldn't seem to get any traction with that. He was... um, uh, contributing to Edward Kennedy's campaign uh, about a thousand dollars back then I'm not sure you know whether that's actually c- can be considered even uh, a little bit of money or uh, a lot but that's kind of the way they do it they they give a little bit of money to people and it signifies support and that's the main thing and every little helps um, and obviously if you're a backer and you back someone all of your friends may back that same person uh, but he did the same in that year with for the campaign of george hw bush as well so he gave just a 250 and fifty dollar donation to his um campaign uh and it's a really interesting uh time in his life because he's already by this point he's already been in a relationship with the aforementioned gloria steinem and gloria steinem is like one of the leaders of feminism and she's been secretly having this romance with pottinger because being a feminist icon uh and uh being with um a gray suited uh nixonian era politician does not make sense in people's heads by this point also gloria steinem had admitted on interviews that she had been recruited by the cia in 1958 uh to um go to vienna in 1959 uh for austrian youth festival which was heavily targeted by communists to run a cia campaign uh, and and we'll learn later on in this uh this th- th- this actual um sitting of uh, of pottinger uh, that that she um knew that it was a cia behind it it's a very interesting time but pottinger was doing other things he was a lawyer and he was representing another man just before he starts off uh his uh, he gets found out by uh, as being a spy basically and once he gets watched as being a spy he's actually helping out someone else who's dealing with spies too uh gerald bull Now, I don't know if you know about Gerald Bull, but he was the the, the founder of Space Research Corporation. Um, That was, again, another kind of uh, government-CIA funded uh, front company that was meant to uh, build a really, really powerful missile. But in actual fact, he was um, illegally dealing arms in South Africa uh, to the apartheid regime uh, for the CIA. And the CIA were encouraging him to do this uh, and And it was for a queue, I think, in in the country next door. I can't remember, Angola, I think it was. Um, And so Pottinger ended up, after Bull got caught, Bull goes to court, Pottinger becomes his representative. And what's ironic about this is Pottinger is representing an arms dealer uh, who's uh, dealing arms to um, uh, a country that has an international embargo. And um, he, at the same time, is about to become an arms dealer for a country that you're not allowed to do any business with in that respect. And he's going to be much more successful. Because unlike Bull, he'll get away with it. Um, but Bull get, but the, the Bull case is extremely interesting to look at, um, especially the fact it had so much relation with the CIA. Um, but the real interest and what we want to look at this on this occasion is the iranian hostage crisis um his central role in the iran contra affair and the october surprise um and yeah that's where we tell
0: me tell me more about the his involvement in the iran embassy hostage crisis because i remember that very vividly i mean that those people were held hostage for almost a year
1: Mm -hmm.
0: in fact it might have been might have been slightly more than a year as i recall now
1: it's easy to remember this is how easy to remember It was 444 days so you you get it's it's, yeah and um and and these people were taken in i think it was december 1979 and uh it basically from uh, from the office i don't know it wasn't it was november 1979 maybe Uh, yeah it was november 1979 and it was by december 1979 jay stanley Partner was trying to get involved and he was trying to get involved he he wrote to warren christopher who was then the deputy secretary of state and he was writing on behalf of one of his clients but he wasn't just a client he was actually 100 he had a hundred thousand dollars invested in um a bank with cyrus hashemi and cyrus hashemi is one of uh he was one of the hashemi brothers he like i say he was a financier but he it wasn't only that he was doing lots of things behind the scenes, um, and uh, he was a link to certain people in Iran um, that were uh, uh, had links to Ayatollah Khomeini and it meant that um it, it, he he saw his opportunity, and his brother, especially Jamshid Hashemi, saw their opportunity to try and uh, be a go-between um at least that's how it's presented and pottinger is his representative and that's how it's also presented but we know pottinger's you know dealing with cia stuff all the time and later on we find out cyrus hashemi was working for the cia so it just seems like It's a bunch of CIA guys who are uh, are working together. We know loads about this. And the reason we know loads about this is because um, it was a federal agency. I don't think it was the FBI, but it was some sort of a federal authority that agreed that the FBI could wiretap um, the offices of cyrus hashemi and they picked up loads of chatter between pottinger and hashemi and this all came out in uh 1984 eventually um but it's an extremely interesting time because hashemi was trying to work his way into the negotiations they believed that um they could potentially um change the game they said that uh, uh that he was in um uh, contact with ayatollah khomeini's nephew um and that they could have discussions and the cia they looked into it and they said basically oh he seems to be talking nonsense and his brother can uh, content, constantly lies and constantly says things and they didn't want really to to be involved with him but it was worth exploring and eventually they explored it a little bit um, and it was also links where he could link them with Admiral Mandani. Uh, Mandani was potentially a candidate I believe for taking over from Ayatollah Khomeini if everything had gone wrong or if there had been a coup and at one point Mandani actually offers them within these uh, recordings I believe he offers them um, a, a potential uh, for a coup if they support him financially and so Pottinger is involved with uh, the CIA drop of money to Cyrus Hashemi so that he can go and help with the uh, campaign in Iran for president for um, uh, Mandani. The CIA want to support Mandani pottinger wants uh, is the go between cyrus hashemi brings uh get gets the money eventually when they when this falls apart and hashemi has to return some of the money not all of the money hashemi will return that money to the cia via stanley pottinger's office so he drops the money literally at stanley pottinger's office um so sounds like that's
0: the definition of money laundering
1: doesn't it doesn't it just and and uh the cia kogan from the cia told the hashemis originally there was no strings attached to the money but requested accounting and it was meant to run the campaign for mandani to become president so that they could get him on side um and if they could get him on side then they'd be inside further but of course um the hashemis were hard to trust and often ripped people off, uh, they estimated that in the end that only hundred thousand dollars of the money that the CIA had handed across had actually been used uh for the operation, and their chamois returned two hundred and ninety thousand dollars, so there's obviously hundred and ten thousand dollars um missing and uh they they said basically you know we we we're not going to work with you again, and they completely cut off contact with their chamois. well. Wow completely just for a little bit because uh by the late february um there was like uh, there was meetings between cyrus hashemi reza passendida the ayatollah khomeini's nephew and pottinger in europe so he started to meet with the central characters in europe
0: well the, and, i find that all of this is certainly very um interesting, also very alarming to learn more about what was really going on behind the scenes during that turbulent period in America's history. And I'm eager to see how this is going to have tentacles that connect to the events of today toward moving towards the global elites efforts for one world government, because I'm sure you're going to draw those connections as well. We're gonna take a break in just a moment, but Johnny, I, I, I think your historical perspective is invaluable and it's also important to see how this empire was built over time that leads to the scandals that are unfolding today and we are appreciative to the independent journalists like you and so many across america and in other countries who are doing their best to expose this evil that the media empire which is controlled by only about six companies globally is covering up and censoring so and even even on twitter twitter is moving back to more censorship under the new ceo so we really have limited ways to get this information out to the public and i'm grateful for you sharing your expertise and research with our whistleblower report audience this is dr lean for america with truth for health foundations whistleblower report we'll be right back after the break check out our website www.truthforhealth.com for more information on all of these critical topics that have felt affect your health and your freedom, we'll be right back after the break. This is Dr. Lean for America with the second half of the whistleblower report with investigative journalist uk investigative journalist johnny vedmore website is www.newspaste.com and he is bringing us part two of the pottinger as he called part two the pottinger supremacy part one archived on our website is the pottinger identity who is J. Stanley Pottinger and what has been his role behind the scenes as a high-powered lawyer at the epitome of power in the U.S. and clearly has had connections with the CIA. We don't know exactly how long, but certainly Johnny has talked about the fact that he was outed by multiple media sources in 1984 as being involved in Iran Contra cover-up and, and other nefarious activities. So, Johnny, start painting a picture for how some for our listeners today, for how some of these threads are ultimately leading towards the scandals of today with the Jeffrey Epstein. Empire that was involved in sex trafficking and blackmailing of high-level politicians, judges, celebrities, and so on. One of the things you said in the first half that that I found truly shocking is that Pontinger was actually involved in gun-running activities with Jeffrey Epstein and others during the Iran-Contra scandal. So, um, th- I mean, that's shocking. I dare say there are very few in America who know that. Yeah. So yep. tell us uh, more about these threads and how they are moving towards the scandals we see today.
1: Well, a lot of this comes from this time. When I, when, when we left uh, off in the first part, where we were in the first part was this uh in 1980 when all of these meetings were suddenly happening to see about the releases a release of the hostages um and pottinger becomes central in that because hashemi become a link cross and hashemi is really important to that link to jeffrey epstein because hashemi was working with khashoggi while they were running guns and khashoggi was working with epstein while they were running guns so we've got all of them working on the same project at the same time. And that is an astounding fact, especially for people who don't know that Stanley Pottinger was running guns for CIA um, to Iran uh, during this time. Um, it, it, people who think he's actually a virtuous lawyer, re- heroically representing the, the Epstein victims. Well, he most of these top lawyers they are willing to sell anyone out and we'll learn that in the third part we'll learn that in the third part um for the time being i'm going to go back to uh a meeting the meeting that happened eventually between Pasendida pottinger uh, a guy called Mo- moini uh, and uh, um cyrus Hashemi in madrid and the second of july 1980 um and it's just uh, it it really is astounding that pottinger becomes not only central but he's there he's not just organizing he's there every single step of the way and we'll learn this um where whenever he's involved in something he's right in the center of it and it's very clear by the third part you'll be have no doubt that everybody around him sees him as a cia operative um but there's a, a report let me let me um the office for the historian i want to quote something because the Office for the historian uh, holds um documents concerning the Iranian hostage crisis, and one of them is uh memorandum from Secretary State Muskie to President Carter, and it's from the day after this meeting I'm talking about. And it, it, it reads, we have just received a report of a meeting yesterday in Madrid between Khomeini's nephew, Riza Pasandida, the son of Khomeini's older brother, and Washington attorney Stan Pottinger. The meeting was arranged at Passandida's request. According to Pottinger, Passandida claimed to be acting as Bansada's emissary he stated that bansader was now uh, interested in beginning talks in europe between his representatives and us representatives to discuss a possible settlement including the release of the hostages so this is the next day and they're reporting pottinger's wor- words as though he's saying it back to them so he's obviously the source and later on um there's a joint in in 1993 there's a, a joint report of the task force to investigate certain allegations concerning the holding of American hostages in Iran uh, in 1980. And this was the, the um, investigation into basically, did did they use the hostages as a tool? Did the Republican party, did Reagan and Bush uh, use them, uh, the hostages as a tool and the hostage crisis as a tool to uh, get an election coup? um and it, it it yes the answer turns out yes because bansada actually gives evidence um to the october surprise task force uh which was set up to cover this um and pass um uh, backwards and forwards are really that's another thing i'll quote um they ask him well as uh, uh, sorry Bansada's um, uh, quotes are really interesting so they ask him well did Mr Passandida tell you Mr President who he had met this is talking to Bansada and Bansada says "Um, so I said who are these Americans and he said they were Mr Reagan's envoys so Mr Passandida believed that the people that he was meeting were people that Reagan had sent and Bin Sada says, yes, quite, because he told me that if the deal is not made with you, then they'll make the deal with your rivals. And with Mr. Carter, they were already in contact. They had three different channels of communication with President Carter, those two French lawyers, a Swiss ambassador, the German ambassador. So it wasn't worth talking about that with Mr. Pan's uh, passing and, and they ask, been sadder in this so you're just for the sake of summarizing so and clearly understand it mr carter has three channels open to you mr pasandida at mr carmeni's best meets with two people in madrid mr hashemi and mr pottinger you believe that when mr pasandida met with them all they did was discuss negotiations on behalf of mr reagan and not mr carter is that right and he says. Uh-huh, yes, that's right. So Pottinger was clearly meeting uh not with the best interests of the hostages in mind, but with the best interests of the Republican Party, which he was not only a member of but he was actively uh involved in during this period, and he may have been trying to work himself. Uh, a nice little place in a potential bush reagan administration and that kind of pans out people do think that he was going to but then he's too mixed up in the other part of this there's not just one thing going on uh in iran contra and october surprise was something separate to what iran contra was and stanley pottinger is involved in them both
0: I, I noticed you said something very interesting in the way you phrased it, Bush-Reagan administration. And mm-hmm. in, in my observation at that time, I suspect that wasn't a slip because George H.W. Bush was clearly connected to the CIA and likely the one calling the shots more so than ronald reagan
1: yeah i feel i feel quite sorry for ronald reagan to be honest he's one of those characters throughout history who who uh is put up front while someone else is really i mean uh, bush's um uh, ability to uh work behind the scenes is Second to none, he, you know, he's really good at that, and so he's controlling everything, in my opinion. Uh, all of this is probably Bush's fantastic fantasy because, well, it's all linked with the CIA, of course. Um, it we 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 can go a little bit forward that in Madrid during July and August, uh, 1980, um, there was some big players involved in some of these meetings that were happening because it was more than just that first meeting. Um, Once they realized that there was a potential of exploring this option, suddenly, all of them came out. So um, Ari Ben-Manashi, who is a former Israeli intelligence operator, um, did, he, he testified to certain uh, meetings in Spain between William Casey, um, who was Reagan's campaign manager at the time, of course, but would later become the head of the CIA uh, in 1981. So you could say he was potentially awarded. And um, a guy called Karubi, who is an Islamic Republican Party member. Um, and there was there was plenty of there was an, uh, also a meeting in Barcelona and it's actually uh, Whitney Webb mentions this like I quote Whitney Webb uh, in this article uh, from One Nation Under Blackmail Volume One, um, because this is really interesting. Um, she like there there wasn't mention of pottinger but you can see everything around pottinger and you know pottinger is involved in all of this at this time and hashemi they're really involved in this but this is how uh this is a really good way to, to describe it i'm uh, quoting the book um according to Jamshid. that's Jamshid hashemi cyrus hashemi's brother casey Flanked by Donald Gregg and an unidentified an, an man, attended two me- days of meetings with himself, his brother Cyrus, and Iranian officials in Madrid in late July concerning the hostages. Much of the debate relating to the October Surprise Task Force resol- revolved around Casey having been in London for World War II historical conference on the days when he was alleged to be at Madrid. The Task Force noted that there were significant ambiguities in the conference attendance record, making it hard to know whether casey could be consistently accounted for in london madrid is only half an hour from london by plane conceivably giving casey enough time to move between the cities and a relatively insignificant in a relatively insignificant amount of time while the media soundly rejected the possibility that this occurred, a state department cable later emerged from this precise time period stating casey had indeed been in madrid for purposes unknown she later points out that robert keith gray um um, who is also working on Reagan's campaign uh, was also there so the Reagan, Reagan's team moved in these are the guys who will be rewarded later but Reagan's team but you know they're driven by George Bush this is all uh, CIA linked people and George Bush's best mate is in the centre of it slowly you know working it all um, it's a very it, 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 there's, there's Cyrus Hashemi it doesn't end up working out well for Cyrus eventually he dies of a fast acting leukemia which is believed to be uh because he had done so many operations with the cia that eventually he had to go but there's something else happened um because in the same years, the October was surprise, in the same years, Pottinger's defending Gerald Bull. And this is where the really interesting thing comes in, for me at least. Um, uh, there was Pottinger and Cyrus Hashemi, along with his brother Riza Hashemi, uh, shipped arms through Netherlands Antilles Trading Company um, uh, to a destination to a firm in Switzerland. Um, and that was, as they were moving arms over to Iran. And this all got picked up in cables for law enforcement and they started bugging uh, the offices um, of the people involved. So a um, Hashemi's New York office was se- secretly under surveillance and they discovered that um, there was loads of activity happening and um, the, the, there was uh, arms dealing. This was around Contra. This was it. This is it. This is it. This is Iran-Contra. And involved in this, involved with this group, is Adnan Khashoggi and an um, Iranian man. Oh, God, I'm going to butcher his name. uh, Manucha Gorbanifa. I think his name is Gorbanifa. Iranian names can be a mouthful. Um, And they were employed as conduits. Now, everybody knows about Adnan Khashoggi's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein during this period. Um, and it's quite astounding to find out that Pottinger, again, not mentioned so much. You 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 look at the um people you look at the evidence back then and pottinger's name doesn't come up you have to really dig away to find that pottinger is central to all these things he's very secretive in the way he acts um but in inside uh this uh th- this article the pottinger supremacy there's lots of different links but there's also lots of different uh source material that you can go and explore that have masses of uh data points that prove these things and a lot of this is recorded so pottinger's name does come up again and again um and and it's quite uh, the 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 actual um october surprise stuff should could be a story in itself you know the Orlando Letelier could be a story in itself. All of these are massive articles in themselves, they're books within themselves. And Pottinger's been involved in all of these different scandals to some extent. He's been central figure. Um, but th- th- this is now this is really important to understand. Pottinger is representing Cyrus Hashemi, um, and ashemi links to Khashoggi cannot be disputed. Uh, they had worked together before. Um, they were smuggling um, and there's a Newsday article uh, that notes he Hashemi had represented the Iranian state oil company in London and had been a partner of Khashoggi's and Furmarks in an unsuccessful attempt in early 1985 to supply arms and other goods to Iran that was another attempt but Hashemi and Khashoggi split before Khashoggi went on to serve as a middleman in the US sanctioned arms deal some sources say Hashemi also knew Gorbifan uh, whom uh, he introduced to Khashoggi. But this is related to something else, and there's lots of uh, evidence that Hashemi and Khashoggi all through this time are all linked up, um, uh, especially also, uh, like I say, Pottinger himself is invested in um, Hashemi's first Gulf Bank and trust. So the chances that these people are not attending the same venues and going to the same places I believe that out there somewhere is going to be a fantastic picture that shows Pottinger, Epstein, Khashoggi, and his jammy, and it would be fantastic to see it. But until now, no one's been able to place Pottinger in all of these places and realize that that is of significance. And this is the the one thing that's really important to understand when i explain it out to you it's so matter of fact and so obvious um again i i, I quoting whitney webb and her her book when she's talking about adnan Shogi, um she's talking about Uh, She says, Conan Gray reportedly knew each other, but the exact nature of their relationship is difficult to discern. They were, however, most certainly intimately acquainted during Ronald Reagan's 1980 presidential campaign, when both men worked closely with William Casey, who was campaign manager and subsequent Reagan CIA director. Shortly after the campaign, Conan Gray and Jeffrey Epstein would all take on arms dealer Adnan Khashoggi as a client at the dawn of the Iran-Contra affair so this is at the dawn of the iran contra affair shortly after the campaign cone gray and jeffrey epstein would be taking on adnan khashoggi hashemi's a guy as well they're working together and pottinger's working in the same group it it it, you know it, it is here where J. Stanley Pottinger should be really examined because this is also the period where he makes his fortune. And he claims during this period in the official records to be an investment banker. So with that being said, an investment banker, well, who is he dealing with? we'll discover in the next episode that he admits to someone quite openly that during this period he worked in the same office as jeffrey epstein so he's this is while he was while he is a lawyer he's admitting to brad edwards another big lawyer that quote he worked in an office with jeffrey epstein during this period that we're examining, where we know that he's involved in the Iran Contra affair, smuggling guns, and so is Jeffrey Epstein, alongside Cyrus Hashemi and Khashoggi. And well, I still find
0: it shocking that he has emerged now in 2023 or 2022, perhaps as as the lead attorney. Representing the victims of the Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking, horrific scandal. How, how can that be, Johnny? What, I mean, I just think this is so appalling. And why isn't anyone else talking about this?
1: Isn't it true? Yes. No. Man of many faces, and there's a reason behind that. And I'll go through uh, last part just at the end to make you understand how he can change his face. He's Jay Stanley Pottinger. He's John Stanley Pottinger. He's Stanley Pottinger. He's Stanley stan stan the man stan pottinger he goes by many different names he knows how to change his face constantly and one of his um the, I, I mentioned his girlfriend his girlfriend was a, a cia lady called gloria Steinem, who represented herself as a feminist icon was recruited um via when she traveled around india via a scholarship that looks like probably cia funded uh, she was um recruited by the cia and later she went on to organize an austrian um uh, CIA operation in Austrian youth festival uh she's found out for that and then she goes on and does a load of different CIA operations and eventually she links up with Stan Pottinger in the 70s and they become boyfriend and girlfriend so Stanley Pottinger by 1980 is showing himself as being this wonderful um, uh, f- hanging out with a feminist icon reforming himself a little bit but at the same time he's doing all of this stuff that I'm talking about when you listen to um, how she talks about uh, Jay Stanley Pottinger during this period uh, she's she's talking talking about him as being like this really really like he's he's fighting civil rights cases and stuff he's running guns and committing coups during 1980 and she's saying like he's practicing civil rights cases well in actual fact that wasn't happening because Gloria Steinem herself was just a CIA recruit who was uh, representing herself out now when the Iran-Contra affair broke in 1984 and Stanley Pottinger is named as a central part and Rudy Rudy Giuliani is quoted as saying we're going to have to look into it but they don't actually look into it Um, Um, when, when that happens, um, basically the, uh, where was I? Sorry. I did, I did, I did forget, um, Well, Rudy Giuliani says that basically we'll have to look at when that breaks in 1984, uh, when the Iran-Contra affair breaks, what happens is uh, Gloria Steinem leaves him, goes off with Mort Zuckerman, and Stanley Pottinger starts to reform his image. So he he goes into hiding in Mexico, uh, and by 1990, uh, he is a new man and creating a new image for himself this is where we're going to go in the third part because this is really important Stan the man, is going to become a best-selling author he's going to be reforming himself as a character who worked for the government once upon a time in civil rights cases and that same Gloria Steinem line will repeat um civil rights cases civil rights cases I'm doing good for people I'm doing good for people by the time it comes around to 2014 when he it co-ops the people involved in the Jeffrey Epstein, uh, representing the Jeffrey Epstein victims, the bulk of them, uh, when he starts that, that is the start of a new operation where he is brought out of retirement, in a sense, uh, to do one last job. The Winston Wolf of the Nixon era government.
0: This is just <laughs> truly shocking. Revelations. And for all of our listeners, Johnny has more information to bring us to bring it current to what is happening today. And so I hope you will stay tuned for part three a week from today when we bring you the rest of the Pottinger identity and the story that connects the threads. To the scandals of today with jeffrey epstein and why is this lawyer who has all of these connections with epstein from the past now representing the victims of that very same jeffrey epstein there are many aspects of this that should be very troubling to all americans Johnny, very quickly, in the time we have left, tell our readers and listeners what to expect next week, and then we'll wrap up today's show, and his part two article will be linked with the show for you to read all of these well-researched, documented details.
1: Excellent, thank you. Next week, we'll be indulging in the Pottinger ultimatum, and even just thinking about it, I, thinking I, I, I'm, I'm finishing off the uh, the final draft of the article now, and I, I I'm like almost brought to tears by what it actually represents because it represents truth. It's going to show something that no one else has been able to show, and it's going to be fantastic for everybody who reads it. They're going to be amazed. Jay Stanley Pottinger didn't have just one connection with uh, Epstein, not two connections. He had multiple connections with Epstein. And later on, it just gets ridiculous. It is going to be a a ride. I don't think anybody really realizes what is going on in the Epstein case until you view view it through the right uh, lens. And Jay Stanley Potting is a fantastic lens.
0: Well, I'm grateful you're bringing all of this to light. And I, I think the more that people like you have done the deep dive and investigated the history and the the tentacles this this spider web of evil I really think that it's going to help so many people today understand the enormity of what's been covered up and why we are seeing so much damage unfolding in our the assault on the very western civilization and our rule of law and our sense of justice and and again they they value the sanctity of human life. Well, johnny thank you so much for all of your incredible work and your dedication. Check out Johnny's website at www.newspaste.com go to truthforhealth.org for more on this and many other stories that affect your life, your health, and your freedom. And join our crusade. We are silent no more. And we need you to sign up and be part of our campaign for truth against the lies and deception that are destroying us. We need to stand against evil. Join us in this effort to take back truth, and freedom for all humanity